Welcome to Standing Grace with Alan McQuarrie, a ministry of Grace Community Church in Brockville, Ontario. I'm your host, Alex Philippi. We all know life is hard, but Jesus is here for you. He wants to encourage you through his word and remind you that you can always stand in his grace. Is it possible that somewhere along the lines in our Christian lives that we've been taught wrong? I know that over the years I've had to reevaluate just all the basic truths of the scriptures to make sure that I am not following something because I was taught to believe it or because it was a proper denominational view, but rather that it lines up with scripture. And in that process, there are certain things that I've had to sit down and go, I'm not sure about that anymore. Well, again, our loyalty is to the Word of God. Our loyalty is not to a denominational view, nor is it to a viewpoint. Our loyalty is to be faithful to the Word of God. Well, one of the things, and probably one of the biggest things, that we need to reevaluate is, are we presenting the gospel biblically? Because there is a trend that we want to see so many people get saved that we water down the gospel. We try to make it more palatable for people, less offensive, more accepting. And in that process, it's very easy to walk away from that process in which Christ taught. That indeed, there needs to be a brokenness. There needs to be a repentance. Well, I want to go over very quickly today just some of the truths that need to be understood. And one of the things is there's a cost involved in following Christ. Let no one deceive you. Your life is not necessarily going to get easier or better or less stressful when you come to Christ. In fact, often it's the exact opposite. Christ tells us there's a cost, and he tells us that there are requirements that need to be followed. And not only that, Satan now becomes your enemy, and you have become his target. So for those who are listening to this podcast right now, who have become disillusioned with the Word of God, disillusioned with church, maybe it's because you were just taught wrong. You were led to believe that your life would be stress-free, that all your problems would go away, and they haven't. Well, again, let me point you to the Word of God. In Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, the Lord Jesus was heading to Jerusalem, and in that process, someone came running up to him and said, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. At first, it sounds so wonderful. It sounds so amazing to have disciples that want to follow you. But the problem is this man's understanding of what he was going to was completely wrong. Like me, he thought everything was going to be wonderful and cheery and rosy and stress-free and all my problems would disappear if I only followed Jesus. But the Lord corrects him and tells him, foxes have holes. They have a place to go to. 
birds of the air have nests. They have places to go to. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Now, what was the Lord saying in that? Well, he was correcting this man right off the bat and telling him, look, if you're going to follow me, you're going to follow me into a life where there's a lot of labor involved. You're always going. You're always in motion. You're always moving. Not necessarily to a life of stress-free comfort. Yes, the Lord will provide you hope. The Lord will provide you assurance. The Lord will provide you the absolute knowledge that you have a heavenly home waiting for you. But stress-free, easy, joyful all the time? No. And that's often what we've been sold. We've been told and and others has, have come to us and said, look, if you only follow Jesus, all the stresses of your life will fall away. And Jesus says here, no, that's not the case. Following me is labor. Following me is tough. Following me means that you don't get the rest that you want. Even the birds have a place to go back to, but following me is going to constantly require you to be laboring. Now, I want to just say, that doesn't mean your life is going to get miserable and horrible. It doesn't mean that somehow all the difficulties of the world are going to pile up on you and all the stresses in your life are going to multiply. But it does mean if you're coming to Jesus simply to get less stress, less problems, then somehow you will be disillusioned. Christ, however, offers you a life with meaning and purpose and that you can actually do something glorious to achieve great things in the kingdom of God. You ask those who have come back from the mission field, who have labored hard, was it worth it? Would you do it again? And most often they will always say, absolutely. For we saw the power of God in our lives. We saw the Lord provide in miraculous ways. We saw the Lord move in ways we could never imagine. We saw God in action. We saw people's lives changed. You see, God has promised that he will use us. And if you want to be used of the Lord, understand that, like everything, it takes labor. You can't just throw seeds out on the lawn and expect beautiful tulips to arrive. Rather, you have to cultivate the ground. You have to fertilize. You have to put work into it to have beautiful gardens. Well, the exact same thing is true in our lives as believers. It takes labor to achieve the great things. Now, it doesn't mean God's going to take away all the joy and the pleasure of your life. But it doesn't mean that I have to be willing to face whatever God has in place for me. But it's not a burden. It is not horrible. It is joy to serve Christ, even with the difficulties that come with it. Another man came up to Christ and said, Lord, I will, I will follow you. 
but let me first go and bury my father. What was happening here was his father was dying, and he just wanted to, I'll just carry on until my father passes away, and then, Lord, I'll come, I'll come. And the Lord Jesus says, no, how long do I have to wait for you? What are the conditions for it before you come to me? I have a job for you to do, an important job, and that is to proclaim the kingdom of God. The Lord is telling us, when he calls us, we need to go. We don't make excuses, that, even though they may be honest reasons why. But when the Lord has a job for you to do, when the Lord has a purpose in your life to achieve, then we should be willing and excited and anticipate with excitement what he will do for us. Yes, so often we can think of lots of reasons why we say to the Lord, I will serve you, Lord, but just not yet. And we have to remember, when the Lord calls us, he has a great job for us, a job that will give us the purpose and the meaning and the excitement of being a Christian that we long for. So often when we are far away from God in our own private lives, we feel as if God is very distant from us, but the fact is that's not true. The Lord has a job for you to do. You just have to put away all the reasons why it's not the right time and say, Lord, here am I, as Isaiah did. Send me. Let me go. There are no preconditions. There are no reasons why I cannot be obedient to you now. And finally, there was a third man that came to the Lord and said, Lord, I will follow you, but first let me say farewell to those at my home. And that doesn't seem unreasonable. Well, what the man was saying was, I have to go back and say goodbye. I have to go back and maybe one more time tell people that I'll be back again. And when Jesus heard this, he knew the problem within the man. And that was, this individual was always going to be yearning for the former days, the days before the Lord called him. He, his heart is always divided. His heart is always being tugged to serving the Lord, but he misses the freedom and the stress-free life that he once had. And in response, the Lord says to him, no one could put his hand to the plow and look back if he's fit for the kingdom of God. In other words, you don't keep turning backwards and looking over your shoulder when you're supposedly moving forward, plowing a field, because you'll be all over the place. You'll never get to your destination. You'll never have a straight row plowed when you're always looking back thinking, oh, look what I gave up. Oh, what more money I could be making right now if I wasn't serving the Lord. Or look at how my friends who have great holidays and great pleasure and who've paid off their mortgages and who are looking forward to retirement. And I could have had that too if I only didn't obey the Lord or serve him the way I am. And Jesus is saying, such a person is not fit for the kingdom of God. In other words, he's not saying that you're not going to get to the kingdom of God. He's just saying you're not fit for service because you're divided. 
Your heart is divided. Your motive is divided. You're always looking for your own pleasure, longing for days, rather than saying, Lord, here am I, moving forward. It reminds us of the passage in Hebrews chapter 12, where we are told to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. Yeah, fix your eyes on Christ. This world has nothing to offer you. There is no pleasure, there's no material joy in the things of this world. Put your eyes on Christ and allow him to use you to do a great work for his kingdom. So I say to you and all of us, including myself, say to the Lord, no more excuses, no more reasons why I'm delaying, no more pushing you aside, no more justifying my actions. Lord, I want to do something wonderful for your kingdom. And I know that there's a cost involved, but it's worth it all. It's worth it to serve Jesus. It's worth it to actually see the Lord move through me to affect the lives of others. And I want to encourage you today to say God wants to use you. Come to him and tell him how much he is to you. And say, Lord, here am I. Thank you for being with us today on Standing Grace. I'm Alex Philippi inviting you to join us for more teaching like this in person at Grace Community Church in Brockville, Ontario. And to join us online at standinggrace.com. Until next time.